if you don't ask questions that are geared to putting them into situations, you will not get great results from those interviews. Right. It's almost like they've prepared all the normal questions in their mind. Right. So if you ask those normal questions, then you're going to get these canned answers and they're going to be acting as they prepared for. Insurance dudes are on a mission to escape being handcuffed by our agencies. How? By uncovering the secrets to creating a predictable, consistent, and profitable agency sales machine. I am Craig Pretzinger. I am Jason Feldman. We are agents. We are insurance dudes. Right now, while it's fresh in your mind, check out live.teledudes.com. We took our notes from over 100 interviews with top agents from around the country and made it into a live webcast. Using these strategies led Craig and I to selling more than $10 million in premium in the last two years. On this call, you'll receive the exact blueprint to get the same results. Just go to live.teledudes.com. Dot com to register for this upcoming Tuesday's live call with us. If you jump on this call with us, we're certain 2022 will be an absolutely fantastic year for you. See you there. It seems like it was only yesterday that we were talking, Mr. Jason. Or perhaps even a few minutes ago. But I am very curious because you left uh-huh. a great cliffhanger. Did I? Of Yeah. So Maybe. I know what we're talking about today because you told me the other day. Uh-huh. Insurance hiring mistakes every agent needs to avoid. If you could avoid these, you're doing yourself a favor. Well, paint me curious and let's dive in, Mr. Craig. <laughs> yes. All right. The first thing, it's a double negative, right? The first thing that you need to avoid or the first thing that you that you really must do, I guess, is to not be doing a some sort of hiring search on a continual basis. You have to do it. Okay. So you <laughs> so you must not. <laughs> so the mistake would be not hiring. Not on doing a it. Basis. That would be the mistake. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I feel like a dog chasing my tail. <laughs> Look, we could either have six things and do two of them, or we could have three things you must do and three things you have to avoid. Right. What do you avoid? Six six of one, half dozen of the other. Avoid not doing this continually. (laughs) Yep. And it doesn't. It doesn't even matter to what capacity, right? Yeah. We had that. um, We had a conversation with the elite group, and um, you know, there's a few. It's funny when you do do the proactive hiring. Like, let's say you hire a company to do it then maybe you're not promoting within the company because there's uh-huh. a, there's a bunch of agents that were having success uh, promoting within the company and they, they said they'd rather pay their employees to get somebody in, right? Oh, right, right. Yeah, so there's many avenues to uh, explore in that. And I think all of them is the right, like you just need to keep continually do that. Yeah. Right. Like, don't forget about one source, like put it on the list of hiring and just make sure that you're continually right. Gots to have the activity. All right. Number two. Yep. Number two is not having some sort of structure to your interviews, like a framework of not just specific questions and types of questions that you're going to ask. Okay. This was a big mistake 
that I would do, I'd go into the interview and just have a conversation and say, I'm pretty good at reading people. I know I'll make this gut decision based on the conversation. That's really the easy way out. Also, not just questions insofar as, you know, the, the typical ones, where do you see yourself in five years? But if you don't ask questions that are geared to putting them into situations, you will not get great results from those interviews. Right. It's almost like they've prepared all the normal questions in their mind. Right. So if you ask those normal questions, then you're going to get these canned answers and they're going right. to be acting as they prepared for. Where if you throw curveballs, and as ridiculous as some of the curveballs I've heard, it's a great way to throw someone off their game. You can see the way they respond. Yeah. It's almost yeah. like you want to see if like they'll get mad at something, right? Or like, yeah. <laughs> like, well, and it's the same with the rejection question, right? Like if you if you say, "Hey, look, I think that you're a that you may do okay, but I don't know if you're a hundred percent the killer that I'm looking for." If they're a sales killer, they respond aggressively to that challenge, right? They rise to it. Yeah. If they're not and they fold, I mean, how are they going to behave when you know fifty people tell them no? All day long. Well, I think if they fold, that's exactly what they're going to do. Exactly. Like that is the, that is the, right. The, that it came to truth. It, it came to truth. It's almost like if you respond to this aggressively, then you're obviously an aggressive salesperson because they're yep. selling themselves. But if yep. you don't, you're proving that the statement you just made is correct. Yep. But they're not. Yep. Interesting. I love it. So, number three to avoid. I yep. want a quad negative in this one. It's not. It's just a okay. regular. It's just a regular. <laughs> it's a, it's regular. a positive. Only searching for licensed people. Ugh. This is something that we need to avoid doing. It's a big mistake. But it takes so long to get someone licensed. Right. No, no, no. That's what I mean. Right. Like, oh, I see. I thought you said it takes Yeah, so that's long my, I'm doing the objection. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It does. You're right. But there's ways around that. And we could we could talk about some uh, in a separate playbook, some ways to fast track that onboarding process when somebody's not licensed. There are yep. some great resources out there, different things, but we don't want to go down that rabbit hole right now. I think rabbits that, in there and I'm allergic to them. And he is, and that's not no joke. See? That's what Proof. that is. Yep. Um so this is the thing that I like to challenge people on because the hiring landscape has changed a lot Yep, is just create whatever you want and work backwards. So like if you're bringing in a non-licensed person, the thought is what can they do in the agency to pay for themselves yep. from day one, figure that out, whatever that may be in your agency. If you know that you can create additional revenue off of it, they don't have to be the salesperson. Maybe they create more capacity. Maybe they're lining up, whatever it is. Whatever yeah. it is, I don't care what it is. I actually don't care. The question you ask yourself is how for eight hours a day do I get them to pay for every hour where I don't – it doesn't come out of – it's not an expense, right? And it, if you could create a stack out of it, right, where it's they're that, everything you said, and they're learning some facet of the job that they will be performing, win-win. Yep, I mean, I think they'll naturally do that if they're working yeah. within the agency. So like right. they're going to absorb all that stuff. Yeah. It's like osmosis. Osmosis. Because the converse to that is they come in, 
they shadow with somebody and that other person that was working at a hundred percent or what, whatever percent is now at half capacity 60%. because they're not only not, like doing their job. Now they're teaching the other person. And so the, you know what I mean? So like yeah. now you have two people, one person's doing half the job, the other person's just learning. And that's where it becomes an expense expense. And that's what, that's what we've done in the past. And it's not right. good. Yeah. Are they going to be an expense good. or are they going to be a revenue center? That's it. Right. An investment into revenue or an expense. And if we start looking at things as I'm investing in that because it's going to drive revenue, it may not drive revenue today, but my, that's why it's an investment. It's not a, Yes. What the, yeah. Anywho, that is insurance hiring mistakes every agent needs to avoid. And yeah. you even got the fun double negative at the front. That's right. I wanted to so, make sure you're paying attention. Yeah, I love it. All Good right. times. Well, we'll see you on the next one on the flippity flip. Hey, what are you still doing here? Well, while you're still here and while it's fresh in your mind, check out live.teledudes.com. Yeah, if you weren't listening before, we took notes from over 100 interviews with top agents from around the country and made it into a live webcast. Using these strategies did help Craig and I write over $10 million in premium in the last couple of years. And let me tell you, on this call, you'll receive the exact blueprint to get the very same results. Again, that's live.teledudes.com to register for this upcoming Tuesday's live call with us. And... If you jump on with us, we are certain 2022 will be an absolutely fantastic year for you. See you there.